Hi, I'm Glenn. And I'm Jim, and welcome to the Backstage Show. This week on the Backstage Show, we're going to be sort of, kind of, continuing our interview with Keith Chamberlain of Barley Sheep Players. Yes, we had uh, some discussions that didn't really fit into the stretches of material that we recorded for the previous two episodes. Yeah, it didn't really flow in interview format, so we kind of just have like a bunch of little clips, little vignettes to, to Stories. play for you. So this is going to be a little bit different in that it's not going to be like a conversation. It's going to be a little bits of conversations. Indeed. So be an interesting listen. Yeah. I hope. Uh, we certainly hope it is. <laughs> so give it a listen and you can always uh, shoot us an email at podcast at backstage.link and let us know if you like this kind of thing. Or don't ever do it again. Yeah. Either way, let us know. So here it is, the Backstage Clip Show. Now, Jim, do you have you done stuff at the Barley Sheep? Just out of curiosity. Well, since I, I was going to mention that a little bit, but yeah, yeah I just uh, don't recognize. That's all. So. Yeah, uh, not very much. Okay. okay. <laughs> very little. You did a one act, right? I did. Well, with me, the first play that Glenn and I co-wrote had its premiere at one of the one act festivals. Ah, very good, very good. Uh, okay. Then Glenn and I did a one act together, acted in one together the following year, and then I played at a benefit. Sorry. And and what else? I remember, I think, helping getting the new sound system set up. When yeah, we we, set, we installed that before True West. Yeah, so I helped out with that. Okay. Just curious. And okay. that was pretty much it. All right, gotcha. I so, don't live that close to the theater, so it's not convenient for me to really... Well, you wrote original music for True West, too. Also true. Ah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. If we were to split this in half, it's kind of hard to say because I, I can't get a good gauge of how long it's going to take to cover each topic. Yeah. Um, and Glenn may have warned you, I I tend to be a talker, but all right. and I'm not That's shy. Good. So, Well, then we could roughly cut it off after, depending on how far we got, we could cut it off after we talk about the season format, but that might not be enough. Well, that's... May we get in a little bit into membership stuff? We well, have... there's a lot to talk about about how... The season is selected. I mean, I know we've touched on it when we talk yeah. about doing Play seasons, selection. but we haven't, like, you know, I, I just keep using Barley Sheep as an example, but we haven't really concentrated on that. I cannot get over how weird I sound on this. <laughs> it's a, because, what's throwing me off is, like, you guys sound like I'm always used to, and I've when we've used the other mics, I sound pretty much like I think I sound, but this is not how I think I sound. I kind of wish I sounded like this <laughs> okay. or do i does I, it sound normal to you guys i don't know yeah it's, it's a little right. different it's a little more bassy like yeah it's got a little more tone a little mm -hmm. depth actually these mics have less bass than the ones we normally use oh, that's, that's weird that's i'm probably gonna add some when i mix this later cool then i'll sound like barry white <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and i have no low end in my voice so you won't be able to hear me <laughs> you have enough it's not like you don't have any uh, Still waiting for puberty to kick yeah. in. <laughs> Peter Brady. All right, welcome to the Barry <laughs> Show. When it's time to change, you've got to rearrange. All right, so we'll start. I don't do uh, musicals. I me stay, neither. I stay way away from musicals. I think I should adopt that practice. 
I just finished doing sound for a while. Oh, you're also a musician, so... Yeah, I it's like to... not the same thing. I know it's not, but it's not like you can't carry a tune. You have perfect pitch. I realize it's not the same thing as doing a musical, but you are certainly <laughs> capable of doing a musical. It's, well, there's the whole learning choreography thing, which well, I yeah, really would yeah, rather have yeah. nothing to do with. There are some that... I, I learned how to do a grapevine in high school, and I'm good. Well, I did. I, I've done one musical in community theater, and I did not... No, wait, I did dance. <laughs> but it wasn't like choreographed. There, there was a, a one scene where there was like a dance going on, so it was like a more of like a ballroom type of thing. I've never done that. Doesn't either. really count. All straight. I didn't have to sing. It was a non-singing role. I ended up singing like with everybody in like one or two songs, but I didn't go to a single music rehearsal. <laughs> I guess the last time I had a role in a musical was non-singing. That mm -hmm. was when I was the fill-in guy for Barnum. Right. Yeah, I remember that. I did him fifth and sixth grade. And I sang. Anyway, all right, back to figuring out where we're going to... I mean, I feel like... Let's see, background of the theater, 50 seats. We're going to no, have a whole episode of us figuring out how to do this episode. I know, seriously. I think we can move... <laughs> I'm the, up to eight minutes already. I think we can move the building structure. All right, here's what I think we should do. We should start off talking about just the background of the theater, background and history, okay, and the sure. fact that we just did the 50th season. Then we move into talking about the current season. Mm -hmm. That sounds and good. And then, assuming we haven't hit a half hour by that point, then we can start talking about building structure after that. Okay. Oh my God. You know what we should do? Yeah. yeah in the future, if we do further interviews, we should have like the questionnaire of like short answer. What's your favorite action scene that you did? What's your favorite? You know? Oh, like they do on uh, Inside the Actor Studio? Kind of, yeah, like that. What's your dream role? <laughs> I, there's there is one funny bit about about a line as where you where I absolutely forgot about it. Oh my gosh, it was and it's just coming to mind. Inspecting Carol was the Christmas show. Yeah, did you see it when it was? Up? I didn't see. I oh actually designed that set, but oh I never saw God. the show. Are we are we recording that? We're recording. We're not. We didn't start the episode not, yet. That's but fine. We're recording because you could maybe slice it in or blah. But depending if I can recall it, but, but it was this funny business about I play Larry, who's the disgruntled theater guy who's been part of this theater that's going underwater they can't figure their way out of a paper bag right. and and the christmas show i'm always scrooge and what happens is there's a scene where we're so poor in this production that we can't even get a real turkey when you know cratchit you know gets the turkey you know so we have this filthy paper turkey or filthy <laughs> cardboard turkey mm. and one night during the production, I, I'm holding and shaking this filthy cardboard turkey, and I forgot my line. Totally went blank again. We're talking about getting older. You forget lines. Hmm. And literally, I couldn't come up with it, and I just went, and <laughs> when I threw the turkey on the floor, because I, and, and everyone... <laughs> They picked on me so bad backstage about what's blah. It's when Keith can't remember his line. I remember something, <laughs> and that did not win a weenie that year. I was I gonna did not get a weenie. Was that, that, that was that the year that I walked when I had the wheelchair? But, but that's <laughs> that might have been. We talked about year. that. It's a holiday show, so it's not in the. It doesn't that, get. That in, does. That's not in contention. For it's I not. Think it's I not it weenie worthy. Because they don't. They don't have any awards not for the, the holiday show. Not the judge awards. Right. But that's not right. a judge award. That's oh, that's awarded that's by the previous by the, winner. That's right. That's right. No, yeah. it got nothing. It did. Yeah, maybe it's because that was the guy. Yeah, when you were in your wheelchair, yeah. you were seen walking. walking. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I guess Morgan just got the weenie award. 
Yeah, just cast yeah, it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't even remember what it was for. Apparently, it was not a very memorable weenie year. Oh, it was. A, uh, it was funny. I, it yeah. was, it was I didn't, angry I didn't see anything. Oh I, my gosh! I saw no shows last year. Twelve Angry Jurors. Morgan played uh, juror number eight, which okay. is which it was is some, something with gum, right? It was well. It's the cough drop. There's uh, a, there's okay. the business with a cough drop, and Morgan was. I I say no to the juror number eleven. Morgan says yes from juror. I'll take the cough drop. Mm-hmm. Well, as he went to take the cough drop, he put it in his mouth and it fell out promptly on the ground. <laughs> and he said, three-second rule, and he picked it up and he stuck it right back <laughs> See, in his now, mouth. See, now, to me, that's not a weenie award. That's like... That's what you should do. But 1952, yeah, 53, yeah, they I might not... I don't know. The five-second rule's been around for a while. <laughs> but that's why he got the weenie. Maybe he invented it. But we all, we all gave him a razz of you-know-what oh, yeah, when we sure. got backstage. The five-second rule? You know <laughs> what? It was pretty funny. It was pretty darn funny. Morgan is... I wish he would do more shows. Yeah, he's, he's great. so good. God, he's great. He, he was... And, uh, when I directed True West, that's when I met him. Okay. He was one of the two lead okay. roles of that. That's pretty, it's, uh, do you know True West at all? I do not. It is essentially a two-person show. It's, okay. it's two brothers. There's like one straight-laced, clean-cut one and one ne'er-do-well. Okay. He played the ne'er-do-well. Got it. Got and it. it's just, is that a decent description? Because you that's reason. Yeah, we both directed different productions yeah. of, it. of it. Okay, got and, it. And, and he just, I mean, he did such a great job. The, yeah. the other guy was uh, as a friend of mine who doesn't do shows anymore, uh, John Core, and and he was fantastic. And like I, I was, he was kind of, uh, I'm forgetting the names, but the guy that I, I was gonna, if I could remember the names, it would be a really good thing. It's he, he was my something to Woody Allen. There was a guy that used to be in like every Woody Allen movie. Uh, his name I'm forgetting uh, right now. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, so he used to be in everything I directed, and he's always good, and, and so he was the other brother in that, and it was, it's almost like they're in the whole show. I don't, do they, I mean, I guess they leave the stage once in a while, but it's, it's mostly just the two of them. Okay. Uh, and Morgan was just oh, so, he's, so good. Oh, he's amazing. He's got, yeah. he's got such range in his, his ability to just be the antagonist and be the, it mm-hmm. just, he, I had never met him. This was the first time I'd ever yeah. seen him on stage and I really enjoyed watching him with Brian. Their chemistry was really yeah, I can, powerful. I can imagine, yeah. And Brian, of course, who I, again, I respect as an actor. He's mm-hmm. wonderful. And to watch these two go at it in that energy and it was wonderful. It was wonderful. Yeah. Morgan, Morgan, he had this long hair and beard at auditions. Yeah. By the time the showing up, his hair was cut off. The beard was gone. I didn't recognize him, yeah. you know, but he's he's really yeah. I, I enjoyed him a ton. I enjoyed him a yeah. ton. Good guy. Yeah, he's solid, excellent, awesome, awesome actor. Yeah, I agree. I wish I could have seen more last season. It was just like it's so hard to get out because it's like you know, it's all rigmarole with out. Oliver. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah, sure. babysitter and all of that. Yeah, so. understood. I remember yeah. when I got into community theater. I think I was doing I don't know three shows a year. Then my you know for about three or four years. And I was going to everything. Then my son was born. I think I saw one show. Yeah. You know, for the first two years, it took forever to get back into that groove. So yep. till he could audition. You know. <laughs> so that's Does what I'm your son for. do theater? No, he did one show. He did the best Christmas pageant ever in a theater that I helped found in New Mexico, and that was it. He was done. He did his. He was one of the rotten Herdman kids, and he he had fun, but it just wasn't his thing. He'd Is rather. Best Christmas pageant ever, isn't that the one that got its premiere at Barley Sheaf? Correct. Yeah. Yes, and that's interesting. So I you had a, you had a Barley Sheaf connection, you didn't even before know. I got it. exactly. Wow. I didn't even know it. I didn't even know it. Exactly. When was the premiere? Because I, rem- I remember seeing like Long a ago. TV movie version of it when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. You know the funny. That's something we probably should talk about in our second episode, gentlemen. Yeah. What's that? I mean, the connection to the best Christmas pageant ever, which is one mm-hmm. of the most produced 
Christmas holiday shows that includes family, and I mean, it's such yeah, a... Yeah, I think uh, yeah. it was a Dutch Country Players, I think, is going to be doing it. It, it shows up, up every year, every yeah. holiday season. And Barley and Sheaf does it, what, every five years? Five years as a yeah. as sort of a, what's the word? Uh, uh, roughly every five years. Yeah, yeah, and as a as a tribute to yes. the author Barbara something, I can't remember her name, but I can yeah. look that up while we're sitting there you here go. talking, you know? So, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good thing to bring up, because that... I didn't know that until last year, for, hmm. for, and mm -hmm. I had been with the theater five, six years, and I had never, never knew that. So. And I just learned it myself. And it's not on our website, oddly. I know, yeah. Yeah, Barbara Robinson. But, yeah, she used to come see the show when it was mounted. You know, she's apparently a local <laughs> Chester County resident yep. or something like that. Huh. And Well, here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's a, that's a good story about it, and it's funny because it's... Um, it says here it was first performed in Seattle Children's Theater, hmm. but because the book was adapted by Robinson into a play. But I think they did like the first stage reading or something, again. And the Seattle Children's Theater is probably a professional theater company, of course. Right. But that might have been its first professional. Production. Right. 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 Absolutely. I think you're right. But I, the, yeah, the history of it is, it was first mounted here, and she used to come see the thing because she's a local and and so i think that's yeah. I, I think that's the story right glenn i mean uh, i think i i honestly like God. i'm not that familiar with it i've only i've done one holiday show or two okay over the years i haven't really been involved too much with the holiday show because i'm usually away okay at that time but someone told me that that it again before it went big time that's where it was first like stage reading mounting <laughs> All right, should we start an actual episode? Yeah, we here? can do that, yeah, but yeah, should yeah. we... We'll just tune in on, we'll hone in on the season stuff and how we did the format yeah. for the 50th. Okay. And should we talk about any of the stuff we just talked about again, or... Well, I'll, I'll clip to, I really, I think we'll do like a, a clip show sort of thing. All right. Because, I, you know, it's been a lot of little stories, and we could probably even let it run a little bit after the next episode and get a little bit more, so we're sure that I can put a half hour together. Yeah, right, you could But I kind of like the off-the-cuff little... Vignettes. Vignettes. Yes, there you in go. In stereo, we're yeah. available. Some assembly required. Batteries not included. <laughs> Yo, what are you doing for the balance on this one? Or is uh, it picking up so much on the other mics? It's not going to matter. We normally have, like, one of us is slightly to the left and the other one's mm. slightly to the right. Yeah. I still have that set up and then Keith's in the middle. Okay. But I'm sure there's going to be a lot of cross-bleed. Well, yeah, yeah. So it might you really not might get much of a stereo image. Okay. I'll play around with it. Whatever. Should we do uh, another intro? We could. For? A clip show? Yeah. What time is it? 9.49. I don't know what your guys' timing is. We could probably babble a little bit more and just chat so we're sure we have enough for that. I don't know if... Well, I I, I would like to get cooking um, if you guys need me to come back for something else. But I, I don't know if I just... Again, I've been at the beach and, and we did get up at 6 o'clock to get on a plane this morning. So um, Not a problem. Right. Unless you just need five more minutes, I can stick around for five minutes. I don't know how much have you recorded. I think we, I'm up to like an hour 40 right now. Okay. Then we'll probably have enough. You think? Chances are. Yeah. I mean, it might be a shorter one, but that's fine. I have no qualms about putting up a 20-minute episode. <laughs> yeah, I think our You fill it with advertising, you can put it in some yeah, yeah. <laughs> This episode has been brought to you by... Brought to you by The Backstage Show. <laughs> Welcome to The Backstage Show, brought to you by The Backstage Show. Wow. There was the other the other one act that I worked with Keith on. I wrote uh, wrote I adapted an old Marx Brothers radio program called Flywheel Scheisser and Flywheel. I mean, it's sort of Marx Brothers. It's really just Groucho and Chico Marx. Right. 
there was no harpo because he doesn't translate well to radio. I can't imagine uh, why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just heard a bunch of horns. Right. <laughs> I thought about throwing him into the one act, and and but that would have required a more substantial rewrite, and I kept putting this off and putting this off. So I'm like, I want to do it this year because it was like originally somebody else was going to do Chico, and then I uh, brought uh, Kevin on to do Chico, and then we needed. I decided we wanted to do like a radio announcer to just kind of. Uh, it's like a frame around set it, set like, the frame yeah yep, you did yep. like an intro and an outro so so Keith stepped in to do that because he has a little bit of radio experience which is why this episode has sounded so much better than the others <laughs> <laughs> far too kind far too kind yeah so that was uh, it's your microphone that's why it sounds that's better it. it's the it's microphone. microphone it's new microphones it's the, new, <laughs> it's the new logo the new logo is what's really doing it <laughs> we didn't mention that oh well they'll see it maybe anyway <laughs> so yeah so that was a lot of fun because i got to basically go up on stage and do a groucho marx impression for what 20 minutes maybe and, less than and I think it, you must have hated that huh from, uh, yeah. from the mustache the hair he he came out into the room and whoa yeah and pretty much marx. as soon as i came out people laughed because i like I, I i stride on in 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 brisk groucho the manner. role he was born to play it was it was perfect it yeah was perfect. it was a lot of fun i got uh, the the uh the judges definitely uh, called out my Groucho impression. As well. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I directed it as well, which was a little weird. Yeah, that like, must have been awkward because you direct odd. yourself plus the rest yeah. of us. And, and it's also it's kind of harder to when you're when you're directing a show that you're in when I'm I'm like doing the scene and acting. It's a little hard to pull out and be, and, and observe other people as you're acting, so including, her, including his wife. Who yeah, was also that's, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, right. My wife she was, was in the, it playing, uh, uh, the, the Margaret secretary. Dumont part, right? Or, no, 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 that was a uh, Sherry Snyder. We brought it for that. Okay, for the Margaret Dumont part. My my wife was. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the secretary. Yeah, I can't remember Miss. Right uh, I remember the voice. Yeah, Flywheel Shyster and Flywheel Miss Miss Dimple. That's <laughs> I had to get it in my head, uh, Miss Dimple. And yeah, and I wish I could remember some of the lines because now I'm sure people are going. I wonder if he can actually do a Groucho impression. <laughs> That's a fine uh, boss. Uh, there you go. See, <laughs> there's your Chico impression, but but I don't know. I can't do a thing about it. <laughs> Why, that's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. <laughs> something about going to the pool hall? I, there, you had something Yeah, there was a whole I... bit with, uh, yeah, going, I, I got to go to a meeting over at the pool hall. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was The way he practiced his part was like that scene in Duck Soup in front of the mirror. There you go. There you go. It's a classic. <laughs> classic just stop and remember like what? oh right. i only remember that because i just watched that movie that was when ah. chico was dressed as no no harpo, harpo. Yeah, yeah well it was all three oh, well, of yeah them. it was all three of them yeah right. they all but it was harpo alike. was the one at the mirror right yeah uh boss you're saying i look alike <laughs> good stuff good stuff yeah, yeah it was fun so anyway yeah that was that good time another part of the fun one act festival that the barley sheep does yeah all right go away <laughs> Be gone. Good. Get out. Be Get gone out. with you. Take your mic and... So there you have it. There is our little clip show featuring various snippets of conversations from the Barley Sheaf Players interview with Keith Chamberlain. And we hope you enjoyed this. It's almost kind of something between a regular episode and the outtakes that we have at our end of the episodes, but with a little bit more meat to it, I hope. Yeah, at least it wasn't completely recycled material. Yeah. So, again, uh, if you enjoyed this kind of thing or if you didn't enjoy this kind of thing, you can let us know at podcast at backstage.link. Indeed. And until next time, where we will have some other topic to discuss, you have once again been listening to The Backstage Show. And I have been Glenn. And I have also still been Jim. Bye now. See ya. Bye there. <laughs> Sorry.
Are you recording this at least? I am. That's right. Matter of fact. Picking it up. Yay. You're going to we'll have plenty of outtakes to work with now. <laughs> here's the podcast. Here's the radio. Here's the theater. Cheers. There's an outtake. <laughs> Yeah. Hi, I'm Glenn. And I'm Jim. And welcome... What are we saying? <laughs> it's, it's you. Do we need an outro as well? I don't think we did one for the interviews. Or did we? There's our outro. <laughs> I thought we did. Okay. Pretty sure we did. When we split it up. Okay. Yeah.